When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Club Scouts, it's Michael here, and guess what? We're taking the week off for the holiday season. But wait, 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 don't go anywhere, because we have a unlocked episode from BCC, The Other Side, ready to go for you right now. So if you're not a Patreon member, this is a brand new episode. And if you like this episode, check out many more just like them over at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Also, I wanted to give everyone the heads up, save the date, because BCC's Dark December Clubhouse livestream will be on December 16th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on popsylounge.com. Tickets will be on sale very soon, if not already, so you'll want to be there. Come join us in the virtual clubhouse as we close out 2023 with a spooky, high, strange bang. Of course, you know we're going to have a special guest there. Maybe two. We'll find out. We'll see you there December 16th at 6 p.m. only on popsylounge.com. All right, everybody. Enjoy the show. We'll see you back next week with a brand new episode. Welcome back to Bigfoot Collectors Club, the other side, the parallel dimension to BCC. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your alternate host, Bryce Johnson. And our ultra terrestrial producer. Are we doing vampire voices? Riley Bray. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Riley. 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 Yes. You were gone. You were gone for uh, last week, and we didn't really have time to chat about it on the main episode. And we haven't really spoken a lot since we did the Ghost Quest. How are things? <laughs> Fucking Ghost at Casa Quest, de Riley. I, okay, I don't. I still don't know what to take away from all of this. I will say, but I when I walk in that bathroom, it feels a little different. I don't know. I really I can't explain it. Yes. I can't explain different it. How? Like lighter, my, like lighter, like lighter, mm. like less spooky, less heavy. I don't know. Mm. I, and now I'm like, I, I can't tell like what is my own projection and what is anything, but <sighs> right? uh-huh. the house feels good. The vibe is on you guys. So whatever we did, it was it was good. It worked. Your, your house is always vibing. I mean, I, I I never had a problem in that bathroom. I always peed well. But he uh, was now I'm jerking sure, off, now taking <laughs> shits, pissing on the walls. Turns Wrong out stream, Bryce yeah. was the haunted spirit in that bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, you're, I'm glad it's uh, I'm glad it's lighter, man. That was that was a trip. Results. Man. It's like results. Yeah. That's what I mean. Right. The other That's side the... gets results. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares, wait, wait, wait. right? If yeah, that's what, if, at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. If you feel a change and the change is good, great. 
go with yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah. That that's the that's the thing, man. It, it, experience is real, more real than anything that else that is. So hmm. if your experience <laughs> of it is lighter, then that's truth, man. There is no like, you know, I don't know if ghosts talk or spirit boxes or or I don't know about any of that stuff, but I know that experience is what counts, man. Yeah. And also on speaking of experience, like it was just a really fun experience having that was Linda fun. and Adela over and yeah. hanging out and trying to talk to ghosts and eating pizza. And it was just I like a, it was just a good time. And it was spooky and I kept getting the chills and it was just like it was fun, and then Adela oh, you did were her into, thing. You and, were into your face. I was what your face like as it, as it was going down. I was like, "Fuck, really?" Like, okay. Uh, my favorite part was my favorite part, Riley, was when Adela first came in, and you were and she was like, "Somebody died back here. Someone was partying," and you're like, "Well, that's impossible." I know who owned, I know who built the house. And then like two minutes later, you're like, well, there was a period where it was completely abandoned. I, for a while. I, I, she really got me thinking about it. And I was like, oh, there was like a whole chunk of time when this was just a spooky overgrown house. Right, yeah. Because right. you know, squatters hate them. abandoned houses in the canyons. They, yeah, they exactly. never totally. use those. Especially in the 60s. I, I oh will say God. that the next night I was up till like five in the morning, like trying to like research the history of my house. Oh, that's Whoa. funny. That's awesome. I couldn't find anything, but I was really digging deep into the internet, I'm trying to like, is this? Is that? Could it? Could it be? I guess it could be. Huh. Well, let me do the math. And just like, couldn't sleep. Just that's it, uh, a trip, man. Now, not to get too you know behind the scenes here, but the ep- as we ha- are recording this, the episode itself has not yet dropped. Oh, on the Patreon, but um, you guys hearing this now will have already listened to it. Right. I, I, I'm interested to see as you edit the episode, if new, and you're listening to things, if new things come out or pop up, any audio stuff. I was also thinking about that. Yeah. So if you guys heard any uh, EVPs in there, anything that we yeah. missed, let us know, please. I'm sure they already have. I'll say when I put together the little teaser that I threw up on our Instagram reels of Linda with the with the you know the ghost box. You clearly leave. hear a voice say, leave. You know what I mean? Like, even oh, yeah. more so than in the moment. I was like, oh, no, it's there. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if we pick up on any other stuff. Trippy. Trippy. Um, well, you know I what? also had a friend yeah. say, I didn't know Ghost Love Mariachi music so much, which I, I did think was funny. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That was funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a fun size high strangeness episode. Let me tell you, I got little bites of everything this week. We've got some comments. We've got some BCC news. We've got some high strangeness. Don't forget about why we're all here, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's kick it off with some comments club, uh, commenters club. Y'all, this year... Uh, so far this year, the comments have been lit up. I'm loving it. Like there's, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you guys are really chatting over here on the other side and totally dig it. Please keep it coming. We had so many good comments in, uh, January that we couldn't get to all of them, but here are some highlights. Well, Abby Matthews says, Bryce Riley is right. Thank you, Abby. If you really want to have your mind blown by binaural beats, you need to listen to pure tones in a good set of headphones. That being said, I remember this conversation. Try the album 432 Hertz Pure Stone on Spotify by Brainwave Lab. 
for at least five minutes to feel the full effect. No way. Speaking of that, this is great. The great advice, Abby. Spot on. Speaking of that, here's my recipe for astral projection. <laughs> yeah, let's go. This is <laughs> I just bought a book on that. I'm like, have a <laughs> book by my bedside did. about of astral course, projection. Of course, All right, well, here you go. Abby, course, Abby's your got new you, project dude. is astral projection <laughs> this year. Of course. Oh, shit. All right. She says pure tone binaural beats on headphones plus transcendental meditation plus oh, cannabis all oh, at don't once. Don't do that. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you could go sans cannabis. Maybe a little CBD. You know, oh, I've been getting into God. the CBD lately. Anyway, she says you can get to Mars on the first two, but if you <laughs> employ the holy trifecta, you'll reach the singularity. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh <my> God. <laughs> right on, Abby. Uh, yeah, that's so trippy. Yeah, I bought I I bought doing that episode on astral projection. I'm like, I'm gonna get the book and see if I can't learn a thing or two. Uh, so it is my next project, Michael. I'm coming to your house. Bryce, great. Also, I'm waiting for you. I'll start leaving notes by my bedside or whatever you want. You know what I mean? I can start leaving little puzzle pieces on the top of my bookshelves. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But oh, God, here's the so deal. Trippy. I don't want any astral secrets. You need to let us know if shit's happening and you need to report because we want to hear it. Okay. I will. I will. Well, I, I, I right now I'm just skimming the contents. I haven't uh, I haven't fully okay. committed to astral You're projection. In the table I of feel contents. like <laughs> because I feel like I was like as I was going through, I was like, oh, this is work. <laughs> like like yeah. lucid dreaming. This stuff takes practice and time and energy. Nothing comes uh, easy, brother. Nothing comes damn. easy. Waiting for that neural link that just does everything for you me. Got it. You got to put in the work to get the results, bro. It's like I uh, like I always say. <laughs> well, as Abby said, maybe I just need cannabis, uh, some TM, and some good good good. Yeah, new but set transcendental meditations also work. Like you have to go to classes for that and get well, a mantra. I, I did that. I did. I I've been oh, doing that for God there you knows go. how long. Okay, great. Yeah, great. There you go. Uh, what does Michelle V have to say, Riley? Michelle V says, hey, guys, if you like listening to binaural beats and healing music, a great app for that is Insight Timer. I love it. Great meditations on there, too. You should check it out. Cool. I will. I, will. Ooh, I love these recs. Yeah, right I got to get into Thank this, you, too. Speaking of music, Michelle also had this to say about Riley's full-length ambient album, Lost in Time. These oh. tracks are an absolute treasure. Love the super chill vibe. Been looking for music to make subliminal affirmations out of my own record affirmations, recorded affirmations. Nice. Thank you so much for putting this out here for us. Black Heart, Purple Heart. Cool. Yeah. I like that use of it. That, it, that makes yeah. me very happy to hear creative out there and i'm digging it uh mary vivid says thank you so much for these recordings riley i look forward to them so much oh that's so sweet yeah. i really i love the cosmeteer i i really i, I put a lot into it just because it's i love it it's this little community that's developing and i love releasing music like straight to people that i know actually care about it and are going to listen to it it's just really mm. it's really fun so it makes me wonder maybe i'll sign up yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes, probably won't though. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, what my individual tier and what Bryce's individual tier. I thought be. about that. A I lot. did too. I, my, like, I think mine would be a uh, yoked alchemy body transformation reveals. <laughs> yes, just photos <laughs> of your body parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, want pretty to see much. It. Just videos of you flexing. I. It's like uh, a yeah. paranormal OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be your old. Yeah, for fifty bucks a month, you get Bryce's just like flexing his muscles and like while he astral projects yeah yeah, yeah. while he like draws sigils on his body 
Um, oh my god! I'll just show you what my Star Wars. Be, Michael? It's just me yeah. talking about Star Wars. <laughs> some dumb Wars. shit. I'll just, toy, I'll just show you my co- Star Wars toys. Yeah, just a toy podcast. Um, oh, Bryce, we yes, got we well, got a few requests for high strangeness stories. We sure do. Ryan Mitchell has one. He says, "Please, please do the Jersey Devil." The team's on a hot streak. Perfect time for some strangeness. Ryan's well, right. How have we not done the Jersey Devil? I, I've been crazy. saving it. There's a guest that I really want to do it with. I don't know if we'll ever get this guest on. They're from New Jersey. They're a comedy person, and I would love to have them be the guest for that episode. I don't know. I have reached out a number of times and have not heard back, so I don't know if it's going to happen. So eventually, we just got to do it. But uh, okay. that's uh, there. There was like there's a perfect marriage in my mind. But uh, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta like let things go. But we'll do it. I, in fact, I will say, Ryan, we will get to it this year. I, I know that. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, our BCC librarian Rachel Bussert says, "I hope I said your last name." Bussert. Uh, that's fine. Bussert. Yeah. I, I felt that was wrong. I've made uh, the mistakes. That's why says, I know. <laughs> uh, I requested a. a a GEF heist. Jeff, Jeff, the talking a mongoose, Jeff? remember? Oh, oh house right. the mongoose, of course. Yeah. A Jeff, the talking mongoose, high strangest. And let me tell you, I once went down a Jeff deep dive. Say the word and I will send you 50 newspaper articles about <laughs> Jeff from 1936. No way. I think uh, well, word. She was responding to me saying someone requested this and it was, she's saying it was her. Um, oh, yeah, we'll Jeff. do that too. I'm excited. Okay, on it, on it. And then Jessica Apollonio says, I'd definitely like to hear you revisit the Hopkinsville Goblins case. Mm, uh, well done, Jessica. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I actually know a little bit more about that case. And when Michael first did his great high strangeness story on it back in the early days, you know, God, looking back at those early days, sometimes I, I blush and I shudder. I go, oh, I hope we were doing like uh, <laughs> our show justice back then. Uh, it's, oh. it's come so far and so I'll long. I'll never know because I'll never go back and re-listen oh, I'll to never those episodes. Back. No, no, no. <laughs> there is no going <laughs> yeah. back, but that's a great recommend. Yes, we, we could do uh, a little visit and it'd oh, be great. For it. sure, because I know for a fact that was Paul F. Tompkins' episode and I know for a fact that we wedged that High Strangers in between our personal paranormal history and our long forgotten segment collector's corner. When we used to have the guests talk about what they collect and we brought something in for show and tell that had nothing to do with the paranormal. Hey, do you guys remember like that. show and tell back? So there was this one show and tell that was like, like to the umpth degree, because I remember you'd bring, they, we had this box, I think it was like fourth grade and it was a black box. And on the two sides, it had holes with little socks. So you'd bring in your, um, your show and tell item and you'd sneak it into the black box and somebody would have to come up and put their hands in the socks and feel around and try and guess what your uh, object was. And so, and then, and then, and then you could bring it out and show it what it was. So it was like twofold fun. Now I'm I'm flashing back to my story about my squirrel fidget that I brought in for show and tell and how fun it would be to put him in a box. Oh, that's have... right. You brought a fucking squirrel, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not animal. forget. How did you do that? That's I grew up in Kansas. I grew up <sighs> in Kansas. Love it. Yes. Good call, Jessica. We will do that. Uh, yeah. Deep dive so for sure. That. Well, that'll deep be a full dive. deep dive episode. All right. Well, uh, moving on from that, Derek Cole says beautiful booger boys i was a little dismissive about applesauce before 
But now Hello? I want a heaping pile of that mushy stuff on my pork oh. chop because I'm team applesauce now. Say it one more time and I'll fully manifest. <laughs> Say Derek, my don't name. Encourage don't encourage him, Derek. Oh, uh, Derek, what have you done? There's uh, a lot of applesauce love, guys. I'm not going to lie. I've seen it's it. True. I love it. I, the people I, uh, are loving applesauce. Yeah. What can we do? Gonna... Speaking of commenters club, Derek, thanks for all your great comments, man. I always look forward to reading On Instagram, yeah. 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 We love this. Yeah. Right. Derek. Hey Club Scouts, winter is here, and for me that means struggling to find the right temperature when I go to Betty Bye at night. I recently found a way to stay at just the right temperature all night long using, get ready for this, silver-infused bed sheets by Miracle Made that were inspired by NASA. And I can sleep soundly knowing that no vampires will attempt to slide under the covers with me. Unless I invite them, of course. These self-cooling properties for better quality sleep come from silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA. Miracle-made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temp all night long so you sleep better every night. They make the perfect holiday gift for your spouse, friends, or family who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious-feeling bed sheets. And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays they're designed for your skin stop sleeping on bacteria okay bacteria can clog your pores causing breakouts and acne you want to sleep clean with miracle and sleep vampire free go to trymiracle.com bcc to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season and we've got a special deal for our club scouts save over 40%. And if you use our promo BCC at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com BCC and use the code BCC to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash BCC to treat yourself, a friend, or a loved one this holiday season. Who doesn't love a fresh shower with three free towels after avoiding vampire sex all night long? All right, everybody. Uh, Riley, get ready, because we have a little surprise... The other side. News bite. Right. Yeah, I was going to say PCC news bite because <laughs> it's a news bite. But I like oh. I like the way you did it. I like the way we you got did a whole it. thing. Yeah, that's good. fine. We didn't we didn't we didn't discuss beforehand. Um, now this isn't supernatural. No. But what am I looking at here? Super <laughs> awesome, <laughs> guys. <laughs> check this out in the in, on oh, the Patreon or in the Instagram. <laughs> This was sent over by one of our listeners and oh, DM'd me. And of course, now I got to pull up because I forgot to make a note of who it was. This is a story uh, that I was sent. This is in the LED Bible. Uh, the headline reads, man who spent 19,000 euros to, quote, become a wolf just wants to be free of human relationships by Claire Reed. Uh, so this is a story about a guy who is 
maybe the I don't want to call him a furry, but he's got a very realistic wolf costume that makes him basically look like a dog man. Yes. Um, a short um, dog man. Yeah, a short dog man, but still has his paws up in a very approachable way. I am so sorry. I'm scrolling through trying to find uh who sent this over, but uh Hopefully they're not over here on the uh, on the other side. If they are, hit me up and I apologize. I'll give you due credit. We get a lot of stuff in our DMs and I don't always keep track. Anyway, here we go. A man who forked out a whopping twenty three thousand dollars. It's 19,000 euros uh, for us for a highly realistic bespoke wolf suit says when he wears it, he no longer feels human, which is the least I'd expect to hear after spending that much cash, to be honest. Not my editorializing. That's part of the article. Toru Ueda, an engineer from Tokyo, likes to relax and unwind by donning his wolf costume that took four people seven weeks to create, as it gives him a chance to escape his normal human life and embrace feeling like a wolf. Ueda, 32, paid three million yen for his costume, which was specially created. First of all, everyone's stick to one of the currency exchange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which was specially created by Zepit, a company that makes models and costumes for TV shows and films. Uh, although it's a fair amount of cash to part with, it's worth every penny to Ueda as it offers him a sense of freedom. Hmm. Speaking to the Times, he said, When I wear my costume, I feel I'm no longer human. I'm free of human relationships, all kinds of troubles related to work and other things. I can forget about them. Ueda had strict requirements for his wolf suit, telling Zepet that he wanted the most realistic wolf they could create while still allowing him for him to walk about as normal. So he doesn't want to go on all fours. So he's really becoming a bipedal canid. He is turning into a cryptid. Wow. He had three face-to-face meetings with Zepet, as well as sharing numerous images of wolves with the company and exchanging 40 emails where they discussed a suit down to the very last details, including the pattern and the texture of the coat. And it was all worth it for Ueda, who said, when I look in the mirror, I see a wolf. And that is very moving. I'm not a (laughs) werewolf. I'm not a werewolf. That's a kind of monster. And I am not a monster. While you think Ueda is keen to show off his costume, especially having spent so much on the thing, that isn't the case. He won't be wearing it to a fancy dress party anytime soon. And he says he would feel uncomfortable wearing it out and about around Tokyo. I don't reckon the local dog population would be too happy about it either. Again, not my joke. Ueda told the Times that none of his pals are into wearing costumes such as his, but that he'd be happy for him to do his thing. Ueda isn't the only person to use Zepid to help transform themselves into an animal alter ego. Last year, fellow Japanese resident Toko revealed his unnervingly realistic canine costume, which I couldn't find. But if someone can Mm. find that, go for it. Guys, people are turning into cryptids. Yeah, this is like high strangeness imitating life, life imitating high strangeness. Yes. Mm, Yeah. I mean, this costume... It's, it's awesome. pretty. It's pretty fucking. If you yeah. saw this at night, walk like cross the road. Terror. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, Dog terror. Man. Yeah, yeah. Dogman. I mean, there's because you would never expect, and I'm not shaming anybody's fun pastimes here, but you would not expect a human to just be doing this. You know what I mean? People are right <laughs> in the forest. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ten years ago you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, nowadays, today anything I, goes. I think that yeah. this I, I start I'm starting to feel like the, when I read this article, I was like, 
here's my prediction. Here's like my future prediction in the next decade or two. You know, everyone's talking about how, you know, obviously like Meta's trying to do it, like getting us all into the virtual space. And in the virtual space, we can present however we want. We can be a dragon at a business meeting. We can be a troll or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and how in virtual reality, virtual reality, reality becomes whatever we want it to be. But I think it's going to have it's going to bleed over into the physical world as well as we're seeing in this example is like a guy can just be like, nope, I'm a wolf. When I'm not at work, I'm a wolf. You know what I mean? We're not mm-hmm. going to need to go into a virtual, virtual space. Just, yeah. It's becoming indiscernible ultimately is my is my feeling. Yeah, I like that idea. Also, Ueda sounds like a very sweet dude. Yeah, like, he does sound I, I like what he has dude. to say about it. It's really nice. Yeah. He just wants to see a wolf in the mirror. Like, I, I hear you, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was Nova. <laughs> Who doesn't? Although, oof, Nova right now, <laughs> Nova's got a hot spot and he's got the cone oh, of shame no. on. Oh, poor and Nova. And he is bummed about that. Also, did you guys know that's called a Victorian collar? I thought that was funny. That's what it I did because it looks like. Uh, well, there's also like the the, the there are other ones that are like Shakespearean because it looks like the collar that Shakespeare. Wore. Oh, like the that's funny. Yeah, I've always or, called it the cone of shame. So I well, that's I didn't really know what it had a proper term. I made that joke at the vet. He did not laugh. No, he's probably <laughs> so, heard it a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> probably what happened. Yeah, um, Bryce, you're gonna be uh, crossing over into the cryptid. Uh, realm anytime soon with your own personalized costume? No, no, <clears throat> not for you. No, no. <laughs> okay. uh, I just remember when I, yeah, I don't need that to to cross over. I'm good. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> good. You remember Fair what? Enough. What did you say you remember? <laughs> oh, at the time I became a uh, a mountain lion uh, from mushrooms. Christ. That's all I yes. needed. Yes. Yeah, we should, yeah. dude. Guys, if you can get. Here's here's my new jet ski summer promise. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> if you guys can spread the word and get more patrons over here, if we can make enough money, we'll spend twenty three thousand dollars to get Bryce a mountain lion costume, and we'll make him go out in Griffith Park and walk around. But it's got to be from Zeppet, and it's got to ha- it's got to cost twenty three thousand dollars, and we're gonna need you guys to make that happen. So get to work. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Think about it. If we if we could get to like. 10 grand a month we can have that money in three months yeah, no first of all that money would not be going to some costume yes it no. is Hell that's no. the first it comes not off my the top share. it comes off the top it only comes out of Bryce's share Bryce is like wait a minute and I'm like nope, I didn't get no, paid no, no, this no. month yeah no no no, no we're, we're, uh, we're saving up I'm costume <laughs> Uh, we, we've sent 40 emails about the squirrels you talked to, <laughs> yes. and uh, we're right. getting really close. <laughs> it's only 3 million yen when you think about yeah. it. It's a good deal. Yeah. 40 emails describing all the texture uh, of the wolf that, or the cougar uh, that you want to become. Oh, Jesus. What about a squirrel suit, though? That'd be, that'd be cool, honestly. That'd be cool. A giant squirrel suit. Ultra realistic giant yes. squirrel. God. Bryce, we've I got to get them. you in one of these costumes. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Come on. If we're bringing in Chapo Trap House money, we're doing it. That's all I'm going to say. Sure, sure. 
what are, what are what are they pulling in like a hundred grand a month or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. Come on, if we sure, get to a hundred grand there. a month, we are definitely getting you. Oh, we'll each oh, get, sure. we'll get an Hell, animal yeah. suit if we get hundred grand a month. Sure, done deal. Yeah, yeah. guys, get to work. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! It's the holiday season, and you know how that is. It's hectic. You gotta go to grandma's. You gotta go to your best friend's new boyfriend's holiday party. And how are you going to stay energized and healthy during the season? Well, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals and Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, is here for you. Factor can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. Are you too busy with holiday plans to cook, but you want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. I always get stuck with the dishes. I kind of like it, but it's too much while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality that you need to survive your life. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. This November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash Bigfoot50 and use code Bigfoot50 to get 50% off. That's code Bigfoot50 at factormeals.com slash Bigfoot50 to get 50% off. All right, here we go. It's time for this week's story of fun size, high strangeness. These are mini stories of HS that aren't long enough to anchor a regular episode, but they are no less weird. This week, we are discussing the story of the Carmel County creature. Hmm. Ring any bells? No. Been to uh, Carmel County. That is that here in California? There is a Carmel, California, but this is in Ohio. Oh, Okay. So the Carmel County creature is a cryptid slash possible alien life form that was witnessed crossing a road back in 2014. This encounter is kind of cool because it reminded me of an old school John Keel type sighting, but it happened within the t- past 10 years, which only goes to show you weird shit is still out there every day. The event took place on December 12, 2014, in Carmel County, Ohio, along Carmel Road. Some synchronicity? I'm just pointing out a little synchronicity. The story was reported in the Highland County Press after an anonymous post on UFOstalker.com prompted an investigation by Ron McClone, a member of MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. The Post, written by an anonymous woman, describes her and her husband's encounter with a tall cryptid that could possibly be connected to UFO activity or possible UFO activity on the couple's property. She wrote this. Well, before you do that, can I can I interject here? Have you guys ever thought about joining MUFON? I have joined. I did. I did join MUFON for a while. You did? Uh huh. I went to a couple. 
Went to a couple meetings, paid 20 bucks, got a laminated card. This was like back in like probably 2005. I joined the like local LA chapter for a year. Yeah, just to see what was going on. Went to a couple talks. There was like one woman who like painted all of the uh, alien species she had psychic contact with. It was fun. Did you ever get like leads on like stuff that was happening in your area? I didn't get that involved, uh, Mm. but they had like, you could sign up to be like uh, a UFO crash, like investigators and stuff. But I just, I, I, I think like Mm. I started working on true blood and just forgot about it, honestly, but I still have my card somewhere. I still have it. I think in my desk drawer right here. Well, good. Carry on. Yeah. All right. So this anonymous woman posted on ufostalker.com the following. We recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area in Southeast Highland County, and we first noticed after about 30 days of living here that we suddenly have a perfect circle that stays fresh green no matter what weather in our front yard. On Friday night, the 12th, we were driving home. After turning on Carmel Road, which leads to our road, we went around the curve by the Carmel Church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of our truck, the quote, alien, end quote, ran across the road and into the woods. Mm. The creature, observed by the woman's husband, who is described as a 60-year-old former Marine, uh, described it being which was seven feet tall, slim, long-legged, and smooth. A few notable details, the slender being was asphalt gray, appeared to have no arms or discernible jawline, and ran leaning forward with its long, muscular, sinewy legs bent backwards at the knee. So, like a stork or an ostrich. So as soon as the couple got back to their house, the former Marine grabbed a pencil and quickly sketched out what he had witnessed. I'm not sure he was his unit's best artist, but... I appreciate his attempt to nail the likeness of this creature, which I have attached. Scroll down. You'll see the silhouette of a almost Kermit the Frog-like entity or a squid-like thing with legs. And those are supposed to be the knees. It's running like the head. I've posted this as well as an Instagram, guys, so you can check it out. But like, it's running left to right. So it's like running uphill, running up the incline with its knees bent backwards. It's like those aliens in in The Arrival with Charlie Sheen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Said the Marine's wife, My husband is a skeptic and a proud Marine. He wouldn't have admitted to seeing it if he hadn't been in shock. I had him draw it for me when we got to the house. He says it was asphalt gray. Our asphalt is gray. About seven feet tall. No arms that he could see, but muscular in the leg area. No jawline. And its legs were bent backwards as it leaned forward as it ran. The husband told Ron McGee from MUFON, I'd like to get this information out in your area in hopes that maybe someone else has seen it or that their giant crossbred ostrich got loose or something. Very good uh, delivery of a (laughs) 60-year-old man with something in his throat. It was good stuff. While the strange circle on their property and the involvement of MUFON would imply that the explanation of the being's origins may lie beyond the stars, armchair cryptozoologists online have pointed out that the Carmel County creature's physical similarities are close to those of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. I remember those, yep. Mm -hmm. In her book, I Know What I Saw, which I didn't realize, uh, which I only discovered in researching this character she talks about in the book, Linda S. Godfrey (laughs) suggests that the Carmel creature might fall into the category of stick people, whose 
roots can be found in both Native American and Pennsylvania Dutch folklore. According to Godfrey, stick people are another type of widely spread folk entity whose emaciated frames are echoed in Slenderman. Godfrey is, of course, referring to the popular creepypasta entity Slenderman, who ran rampant through modern folklore and internet culture during the 2010s. Of course, this was in 2014. Elaborating on a now-defunct website called Doubtful News back in 2015, wildlife biologists offered the skeptics' explanation this creature was most likely a white-tailed deer running on two legs. And here is Bryce as that wildlife expert, Kurt Braz. Yes, yes. Well, deer will rear up and even walk on two legs for a few reasons, mostly relating to male competition or reaching food. They don't normally walk that far, but there's no reason to assume that a male couldn't at least appear to have walked upright as far as the witness claims. So, in my professional opinion, I would render a guess that this is probably a deer. Where are the antlers? If this thing's a deer, where are the antlers? It's a lady deer. But he says the males. The males, maybe it's a lady deer. Well, it's just a deer. Yeah. True, but then he says uh, mostly relating to oh, male no competition. Oh, a male couldn't at least appear. Oh, okay. Well, now, Kurt's... Get, fuck you, Kurt. Get, get your story straight. <laughs> you know what? Right? Fuck you, Kurt fuck Bros. <laughs> there. I said it. You're I said getting it. an official <laughs> BCC fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the thing we do now. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> new year, new rules, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for Weird using triggering language. Sorry. It's just a it character. Was a Freddy reference. Character. Yeah, it's true. It was Freddy. So Godfrey disagrees, pointing to the similar stick person encounter in Mount Vernon that occurred four years later. On July 31st, 2018, in Knox County, Ohio, a seven to eight foot tall stick like entity was witnessed exiting a cornfield at a tremendous speed and crossing rural Ohio State Route 13. The original article published in the Mount Vernon News included a statement from the anonymous witness, again speaking with MUFON, that the creature was bipedal, seven to eight feet tall. Dark tantalite brown skin, no body hair, slender body, arms and legs small in diameter, hands and feet oversized for a body, oval elongated head, black eyes. As applesauce, as applesauce might say, that don't sound like no deer I ever seen. <laughs> well, that's conclusive, I'd say, right there. If now, wait a minute. Was- I had a photo of this thing, and I or drawing of it. I forgot to drop it in here. I'm going to put it here for you guys to look. Check this out. It looks like a long, tall, skinny gray. Oh, do you guys see this? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a very silly drawing. It, it is a like very silly drawing. It, it is sort of skipping. <laughs> yeah. There were tall, it, aren't tall grays reported? Uh, yeah, there's the yes. weird bent. It's uh, creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. I don't want to see something like that. <laughs> yep. She like says, uh, Linda. Linda says a lot of times yeah. these things look like insectoids too, like tall yeah. stick insectoids. Right, <clears throat> dude. That's why I don't anyway, mess with bugs, dude. That's why I don't mess let with everything bugs. outside. Yeah, you don't want them coming back for you. Hell no! I'm, I'm building up that insect karma point, dude. Mm-hmm. For when they, they when they come for me, I'll be like, you, I let a lot of you guys go. 
This guy's cool. He did. But remember (laughs) that one you squished? Your turn, fucko. (laughs) No! And that's the story of the Carmel County. (laughs) We're just stepping on. I'm stepping on your lines like these bugs are stepping on Bryce. (laughs) I do it to you all the time, buddy. Anywho, that's the story of the county, uh, the Carmel County creature. Another Ooh, weird one for the books. It reminds me yeah. of the Grafton monster, except skinny. Yeah, I so. you know I remember I did a I tried to do a little. Uh, I think I was going to do a story of high strangeness on the Fresno Night Crawlers or something for the Patreon. Didn't I, I do we, something for them? Yeah, I think kinda, we did I think it we had a over back. here on the other side. Maybe we got some L files about it too. I feel like. Yeah. I remember I, a Fresno secret stash video. That Am might I, be I, it. I remember not That's being very, very satisfied with it being, uh, I don't know, because there was, I, I think it was, was it debunked or something? Or it wasn't like the guy who posted the video had a little shade on him. So I, there I, was, I don't know. It, I, it I don't was a little shady. I fell on that. Right. But man, those fell into the like, like new like the gen the like millennial folklore what am i trying mm. to say like that they're still popular you see them like now depicted a lot in like cryptid illustrations and stuff so they caught on right um right. They, you know i don't know but uh God. i don't i don't think they're it's funny how yeah. this stuff this stuff morphs man it, i was listening to uh to this amazing terrence mckenna lecture today and he talked about how sort of you know, just how the alien narrative ha- has changed and moved forward, almost like, uh, you know, it started out as seeing crafts and then to like, you know, abductions. And then more and more you start hearing cases of like, you know, people making love to these things and having relationships with them. And and it's like evolving along like this, these just strange it keeps the narrative keeps moving and it, it, i wonder if like you know a younger generation are going to have sort of their own um sort of obviously they do their own sort of cryptids and how that narration will move along as well it's, it's and how also it's very like, strange it seems to be like passing through the internet like w- what we're doing you know what i mean yeah. slender man is a creepypasta character that people then claim became a tulpa that became real yeah. the fresno night crawlers all this stuff is now just like internet it's all it's like shared weird. in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the word. Weird. The word. The word turning into uh, including stuff. You know, including this story. I mean, this was posted on ufostalker.com, Caught the attention of Mufon. You know, um, it's weird. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. This this thing to me. I guess that uh, Kurt Braz also like looked into. He actually was like, I don't think it was a bird because it was too cold for the like herrings and storks that are native native to the area. So they would have like migrated out. And like the nearest ostrich farm was like 175 miles away. And he to his credit, he was also like, also, I think an ostrich would be too plump to for Mm. someone to describe it the way this was. That's why he was like, I'm going to go with deer. Mm. Well, you know what I say? Fuck you, Kurt. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. You forgot, Kurt. (laughs) You're in the fuck you bucket. Stay there. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not backing so down from skepticism. So much this anger year. in me built up over the last few years. There's just so much. So just much let in it there. out. Just let it out. Hey man, you pour it. You take that anger out. You pour it in the fuck you bucket, buddy. That, <laughs> dump it in the fuck uh, you bucket. <laughs> 
That's great. That'd be me as a MUFON investigator. I don't know. Maybe they're, hey, you know what? Fuck you. I, I was just going to say there there was a car. You know what? Fuck that car that drove by. I don't care. Riley, I don't care what Riley. he had to say. It's in the Riley. bucket now. <laughs> You're Riley. in the bucket now. It doesn't come back out of the bucket. Riley, have you noticed that ever since Bryce joined MUFON, he's gotten super aggro? Super, super I aggressive. I think he's like on HGH now. I don't know what's going oh, on. No. Also he keeps jacked. talking about how he's going to punch a UFO. He's it's like, all that yoked alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. It's this yoked I don't think the yoked alchemy, I think it's backfiring, Riley. Hey, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, no. It's coming for us. Shut down Man, his tear. Look at his calves, though, as he runs. Get his squirrel costume. Get his squirrel costume. Get him in the squirrel costume now. <laughs> it's the only thing that calms him down. <laughs> right. I need to see a squirrel in the mirror, guys. <laughs> the only, I need to be moved. <laughs> I need something moving. Uh, oh wow. All right, everybody. Wow. Well, that wraps up another episode of BC <laughs> and the other side. I told you it was fun. I told you it was gonna be a fun episode. Uh let's do some plugs. Why not? Uh check out my recent appearances on the podcast Lost Found and Rewound, as well as Baseless Speculation. I did an episode with those boys. Check that out. I don't know what it's about yet because I haven't recorded it, but it'll be out by the time you hear this. And uh, you know what? While you're over there on the apps, check out my other podcast, Slate Your Name. Uh, seasons one and two out now. Both these boys are on it. Check it out. There you go. Hey, check out my more serious side or my my bipolar side, I guess. When I look for Bigfoot on Expedition Bigfoot, it's a different price. Uh, a more serious price. created another price. Maybe that's why you're stressed out. You're trying to live two separate lives. You can find me there on the Discovery Plus app under Expedition Bigfoot. All three seasons, three seasons are there. The all threesons are there for your <laughs> for your viewing pleasure. Go view those threesons, guys. Come on. And you know what? Look, you're already here. You're on the other side. Just 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 do it just for one month. Just four dollars. Just upgrade. Yeah. Hop on that cosmic tier. Guys. Download your fill. You can go back to regular $5. That's fine. We won't be offended. It's cool. And, but just go. There's so much music, and I you'll enjoy it. And maybe you don't think that you want to listen to a 20-minute ambient track, but just put it on in the background. I promise you. You will you if you have do. good headphones. Guys, <laughs> should I make one of those giant thermometer drawings like we used to have in school and and i start filling it in with red if we raise twenty thousand dollars no, we are not spending our hard-earned patreon money on a fucking squirrel outfit get it out of your Guys, head it's up to them it's not up to us you're gonna end up in the fuck you bucket buddy <laughs> baby i live in the i am the fuck you bucket bitch you and kurt you, you look down my face my face is on it <laughs> totally uh, freddy stuff oh, the sad dear. thing is we are all 100 percent sober right now that's the best yeah, part i know yep. it's true <laughs> ay, ay, ay. all right let's get out of here we love you guys where there's love there's kisses thank you patreons bye-bye Bigfoot Collectors Club is executive produced by Michael McMillan, Riley Bray, and Bryce Johnson. Our show is engineered, produced, and scored by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters. Follow them on Spotify. 
Want more BCC? For exclusive full-length episodes every month and total access to the other side, check out patreon.com slash Club. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible, and if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.